Welcome and thank you so much for joining me in this very first episode of the Her True Strength Podcast. I'm your coach, Laura Lindahl, and today I'm going to be breaking down what exactly is true strength and what are the two biggest mistakes that women are making that are keeping them stuck in their strength and limited in their impact. You'll learn how to avoid making this mistake so you can start building true strength and lasting confidence like so many faith-filled strong women have. Her True Strength Podcast is your faith-based approach to discovering how to build your strongest body yet. You'll learn how to strengthen your mind, body, and spirit all through the lens of the gospel. I'm your host, Laura Lindahl, follower of Jesus, lifter of weights, and adventure enthusiast. And I empower faith-based women to build strong bodies from the inside out so they can confidently impact the world with strength and grace. Welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute to introduce myself, the girl behind the mic. Who am I and what brought me here to you today in your ears in the Her True Strength podcast? Well, I had the blessing of being raised in a Christian home to parents who love the Lord, and with that blessing came the opportunity to go to church and hear the message of God's love for me. As a youngster, I always wanted to please my parents. In fact, I would go as far to call myself the goody two-shoes of the family. So when it came to accepting my need of saving, you can imagine that my pride got in the way a lot until one day I goofed big. (laughs) I lied to my parents. And as you can imagine, as a kid, I felt tremendous shame and guilt and in God's perfect providence, heard a message that night on the penalty of sin. With full tears of conviction, I accepted Jesus as my savior and at that moment began a journey of faith that has had many ups and downs. As I grew up, my need for affirmation and pleasing of others grew, and as it did, so did my love for fitness. I was first introduced to fitness through my parents, who were both runners. I remember seeing my dad come back from a run and thought, one day I'm going to be as fast as him, and started running at the age of six regularly around the neighborhood. Initially, fitness was just for fun, but as puberty and all the awkward body changes that come with that approached... Fitness became a way for me to change my body, to make others happy, and kind of make me fit in. Through my college years, Jesus was a part of my life in almost every area. I was involved in church, discipling DLs, and spending time in the Word on a somewhat regular basis. But I was never really fully satisfied or confident in my skin. So I did what so many other women do today. I used fitness as a means to fix my body so that I could fit the part. I ran six or seven times a week and hopped around from workout to workout to lose those like stubborn five pounds of belly fat. (laughs) I tried every diet under the sun, from the grapefruit and toast diet to Whole30, you name it. I've literally tried it. Soon, becoming fit and looking fit became my obsession. There wasn't enough time in the day for studying and (laughs) I had the energy of a sloth on a rainy day. In the words of my mom, I was burning the candle on both ends, and I thought I was doing all the right things until one day I snapped. I landed myself in a walk-in clinic with mono and just pure exhaustion. The one thing I was hoping would fix me actually broke me. It was then that a close friend shared Isaiah 12, 2 with me, which says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid, for the Lord is my strength and my song, and He 
has become my salvation. I realized then that I was relying on my own strength and willpower and kept God as far as I could away from my health journey as possible. I had my hands on the wheel and I was driving towards the acceptance of others just out of pure fear and panic. But God had a better roadmap for me. It looked like me trusting in what he says about who I am and what my body is meant for. I needed a major identity audit, and God knew that it took me getting mono and almost flunking all of my classes to learn the lesson. So while recuperating in bed for about two weeks, I spent hours digging in the Word to learn what God said about my body and what true strength actually is and where it comes from. I learned that even a good thing can become a bad thing when we make it a God thing, and I started chasing true strength. And while I'll be the first to tell you I'm on a journey my flesh is still really tight, God's not given up on me yet. Now, years later, I can walk by a mirror and have a heart full of gratitude for what my body can do instead of overdosing on cardio to burn calories. I enjoy walks and I have spent time with my husband and I get to run for fun and only when I feel like it. After graduating with my degree in exercise physiology, I thoroughly enjoy strength training in the intricacies of the human body and biomechanics. In short, I've given up the wheel to my creator and I'm driving towards a more grand and fulfilling destination than any compliment or dress size could have ever landed me. I'm driving full steam ahead into loving God and serving others as part of my God-given purpose and using my body to do that. See, God had to take my eyes off of the mirror and onto the windows around me so that I could see the hundreds of other women who are struggling with the same thing that I did, chasing acceptance and trying to make our body fit into a mold that it wasn't made to fit into. And when I did, my heart was filled with compassion and purpose to help these other women discover true strength from the inside out. And with this, the True Strength Collective was born. I'll be the first to tell you I'm not a guru. There are women who have done this much longer than I have, but what I do know is that God's given me a voice and a story to speak, and I will not let the enemy steal that. So with that being said, you may be wondering what is true strength, and how is it different than any other strength training program out there? Well, I would say that's an excellent question, my friend. So let's start with this. If something is true, that means that something else is false, and For the sake of not pointing fingers, we're going to use imaginary characters to break this down. Let me introduce to you Phoebe. She is a busy mom of two kids who's involved in her local church. She enjoys her Orange Theory workouts four days a week and runs as much as she possibly can. From the outside looking in, Phoebe has it all together. But what no one else sees is the back pain that she puts up with on a daily basis and the extreme fatigue that she feels at the end of the day. She's constantly trying to push her workouts harder, but isn't able to make any progress between her back pain and other injuries. Her confident demeanor covers up a host of insecurities that she has about her body, and because she spends all of her free time working out, she often feels isolated from other moms and family. Picking up her kids is a hassle, and she feels nervous about lifting heavier for fear of hurting herself and her back pain. She knows that too much cardio isn't good for her and probably is contributing to her fatigue, but doesn't know the first thing about starting a strength training program and kind of feels uncomfortable with going to the gym. Cardio is comfortable for her, so she enjoys doing that. She wants to be strong and have more energy in her body, and she'd give anything to be able to pick up her kids without pain or pressure. Phoebe has what I like to call face value strength. From the outside looking in, she's hustling, but peel back a few layers and her confidence is shallow and predicated on how her body looks or feels at the time. She's tired, she's uncertain and nervous, 
about what her body can or can't do. I know that before I discovered true strength, I could resonate a lot with what Phoebe felt and ways that she felt in her body. Can you? On the other side of this coin is Tina. Tina is a hustling mom of three who's also a believer and involved in our church. Tina enjoys having a home gym that she can use only for three times a week for her strength workouts. Although her time is split in many ways, Tina's happy and capable in her body. She uses the time that she used to train to walk with her kids and hang out with friends. Although far from perfect, Tina knows that her source of confidence and joy comes from the Lord. She loves to chase her four-year-old and teach her nine-year-old how to squat so she can be a strong woman one day too. Tina wakes up when her alarm goes off and spends time in the Word daily and makes sure that she sets boundaries to keep her body healthy and strong. Maybe in some ways you can relate to Tina, or maybe you want so badly to be where she is, living in gratitude instead of fear and frustration. Well, I'm here to tell you that this is possible for you. At their core, both women want to be strong, right? But what we can learn from Phoebe's mistake is that she pursued strength the way so many women do, using the wrong modality and the wrong mindset to achieve her goals. And these are the two mistakes we'll be talking about today. See, Phoebe was using the wrong modality to build strength. While her weekly fitness classes were helping her heart get stronger, she wasn't lifting heavy enough to actually build strength. On the other hand, Tina knew that strong women don't get strong by doing cardio, but by lifting more weight over time with heavier weights in a consistent program. Tina knew the better way, and as a result, she had more time to spend with her kids and spent less time working out. From a mindset perspective, Phoebe made the mistake of believing that fitness could fix her confidence issues, that one day she would be fit enough to be a confident leader, that other people thought about her body, ruled her mind and emotions, and she believed that if she could just look fit enough, that she could win their approval and the worry would go away. But what Phoebe found was that the fitness routine was ruling her life and her emotions. Instead of helping her gain confidence, she constantly compared herself to others and what they were doing and didn't feel at all satisfied with her body. On the other hand, Tina brought God into her fitness journey and made him the center of it. She started memorizing verses that made her feel confident and empowered in her body. She identified lies that she believed about what her body was meant for and how it should look, that it defined who she was, that she had to be picture perfect, and she let go of the story that skinny was the goal. And when she did this, things started to change. She had more energy, more time, and saw her body as a miraculous piece of creation that she could steward in strength. What made the difference for these two women? Was it their genetics, their time, their motivation, or their environment? No. It was their choice to either make Jesus the center of their health journey or to keep him out of it and let the enemy rule their emotions. The fact is that we are all under attack. The enemy wants to steal your confidence, just like he took Phoebe's. The Bible describes the enemy like a lion who is on the prowl. He's looking for a way to distract us from our God-given purpose. He takes good things like fitness and makes them God things so that we're worshiping something other than Jesus. Fitness was that thing for me, and maybe it's become that for you. But here's the good news. We have a choice. It boils down to this. Will you let Jesus become the center of your health journey? Or for years, like me, will you let the fear of what others think about you keep your hands tied behind your back? I believe it's time for Christian women to stand for strength, a true strength that had Jesus at the center of it. 
I believe we can train smarter, not harder, and start seeing our bodies as strong and capable. Because when we do this, we're set free, free to serve others with strength and grace. And that, my friend, is why I've started this podcast. I'm going to take you on a journey on how I built my strongest body yet without letting fitness become my idol through proven training methods. You'll learn how to see your body as strong and capable, just as God made you to be, so that you can have unwavering confidence. The only thing I ask is that you show up willing to challenge your thoughts and things that you think about your body right now and what you think it's capable of and do the work to find true strength in Christ. As I always say to my clients, I can't do your push-ups for you. You do the work, you get the results. This is your journey, and only you are responsible for the body you've been given. So here's your first exercise to do. Ask yourself this simple question. Where is Jesus in your health journey right now? I want you to pause this podcast and write it down. Did you do that? I hope that you did, because this is the start. We have to be honest with ourselves. And if we don't start there, the changes can't happen. So again, I want you to pause this podcast. Do the work. Okay, so if you did the work, what came up for you? Did you resist the idea? Did it cause you to think of maybe some possibilities? And if you said yes, that Jesus is at the center of your fitness journey, I would ask you, how is he impacting your choices? And if you said no, I would ask you why? And what is that costing you? See, the enemy wants fitness to rule your life, but Jesus will offer you freedom. Galatians 5.1 says that it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. We don't have to live under the bondage and pressure of our body image. And when we make Christ the center of our fitness and find out confidence in Christ come from Him, we can use fitness as a tool to make our bodies strong and capable to better serve and love those around us. These are the questions I'm going to give you to think through as we tie up this very first episode of Her True Strength Podcast. If you like what your ears are hearing so far, I'd love for you to leave me a review and let others know what they're in for. Until next time, be strong, my friends. All the love. Coach Laura.